Seriously, is anybody even listening to me? I need it. I need your attention. I feel like I don't even matter. Please, somebody, look at me, look at me. Is it my turn? Sideburns, a shy smirk, wondering how my mind works. Wise words, I think fear is a fool. Different gene pools, I say delete rules. I'm extreme, dude. A rebel rebelling against that peddler peddling. Nothing but a bunch of lies and those devilish meddling. I'm resistive, half twisted, half gifted. I'm fast to react and different, persistent. Addicted to opinions, a misfit, conflicted. That's what the chick's dick, no quick fix. I'm so deep, close, cheap, and old sneaks. I flow free, but no one knows me because I'm phony. I'm a rapid assessor, I'm the passive aggressor. You're a plastic pretender. In fact, you act as a censor. I defy you, not my truth, just what you find true. I'm not defined by fear, he defines you. Stone cold loner, show postponer, prone to alone, but been known to vulture. I'm a parasite, and I'm terrified of your glaring eyes. So please keep staring, guys, or I won't even dare to attention, try. Attention, attention, I need attention. I need to feed off friendship and presence. I need applause and some pats on the back. Just a couple of claps, enough to keep me comfortable fast. Attention, attention, I need Good attention. Good morning, everybody. I, I am Louis Bianco. RN CPS, and this is episode 32 of Patient US. This episode will be slightly different as we do have some housekeeping. However, that housekeeping uh, is a little different than normal based on the work that I have done at the local university trying to help their nursing students prepare for. Uh, their graduation during such a difficult time. I need to help them understand uh, a little bit about the psychiatric field because they are not currently allowed to go into the psychiatric institutions uh, in the numbers that the they usually do. Normally, as the nurse during clinicals, you go to local hospitals or institutions. Uh, but there are restrictions, obviously, due to the pandemic. So I must seize this opportunity and I must do my duty for my fellow Americans. And it has been my goal to do this Monday through Friday, and it will still be my goal. It is just something that I must put on hold for this next month, uh, I believe, that is as long as this specific task will take. Towards the end of October, I will be speaking to seniors of all of the local nursing programs or a large number of our local nursing programs about how mental wellness may change and what the care of those who are currently in crisis and those who need mental health care, how that can all change due to our current circumstance. I uh, am running out of ways to be creative at this moment. We are up against a crisis from multiple directions. We are not only experiencing the devastation that is the pandemic, we are also experiencing the emotional uh, unrest that exists following trauma, following crisis, and during grieving periods, and make no mistake about it, Patient U.S. is experiencing some serious aftermath from everything going on. The problem that we start to see 
is that we may be able to live with a certain level of suppression, ignorance, or denial to what may need to be different about ourselves, what may need to be different about our thoughts, about our approach to communication. But because there is no other surrounding crises outside of our control, sometimes we can go days, weeks, months, or years without making these changes. Sadly, when something as devastating as a pandemic hits, all at once, we, as in all of us, have to face some of those fragilities and vulnerabilities that we tried to cover up, and we are no longer able to cover them up. In fact, sometimes they become exposed, and sometimes when they become exposed, we become weakened to a state that we have not been before, and that is what I believe is happening. This is collective. We are in a collective trauma. We are experiencing a collective crisis, and we will need to recover collectively. This little psychiatric unit that we have, this lockdown facility that Patient U.S. has found themselves a part of is a microcosm of what is happening in the country around us. Many people in the middle of crisis concerned most about their own care, which is completely understandable, but still being asked to at least consider those around them who are also concerned most about their own care. Continuing to have to urge patient U.S. to understand that they are not the only one going through this crisis and that their behaviors, even in the midst of their crisis, can affect and possibly make the crisis of those around them worse has been exhausting. Make no mistake about it. We do not have really tough rules in this facility, but we do have an expectation in the most simplistic of terms, and mental health in general has the same expectation, you must remain safe. If you become a threat to yourself, if you become a threat to others, you give the staff, the insurance, the parent number one, parent number two, you give them all reason to fear you and fear that you have not yet improved from the behaviors that put you in said facility. There is never an excuse to make those around you feel unsafe. There is never a cause. There is nothing in this world that gives patient U.S. the right to compromise the care of all of the other patients that I have on this unit. When I return from my break, I will no longer disguise my messages through metaphor and poetic speech. It is becoming more and more difficult to weave my intentions through the representation of a fictional character, a character that represents somebody a character that represents a group of people much larger than one single child on a psychiatric facility. I am not a nurse right now in real life. 
I was a nurse. I was a lot of things. I am not those things anymore. I have lived at the bottom of the barrel while attending a number of events, conventions, and speaking at universities so that others can be employed. I've signed papers helping people achieve their continuing education credits, helping people fulfill whatever is necessary for them to continue on their path while I have been stuck in this deep, dark hole for a very long time. I've taken medications for over 20 years. I've had electroshock therapy, ECT, electroconvulsive therapy, in its medical terminology. I have a neuromuscular disorder, and I have a number of, of issues internally. It is no longer my duty to entertain. There are still issues that we are somehow not resolving and I'm sorry, patient U.S., but I need to start speaking to you more honestly. Do I care about you? Absolutely. I'm not sure there's anybody I know who cares as much about U.S. as I do. Not that, that there aren't other people who care about U.S., but uh, the amount of effort I have put forth without recognition without compensation is simply because there is a problem that has been arising for years. And I have been frantically, with limited resources, been trying to get the appropriate information out, at least locally at this moment, so that people will be ready to deal with all of these issues that they have been ignoring as we are seeing in real time, teaching a generation of people to be aware of how to recognize others' flaws and follies leads to further resentment and further confrontation and further conflict. Our judgment has increased in an age in which we are teaching acceptance. Our hatred is brewing and overflowing in an age where we are preaching love. It is time to reinstate concepts such as fear. It is time that we teach people how to appropriately experience feelings like shame and embarrassment versus removing those feelings altogether because those feelings are the limits those feelings are the order, and by removing order, we are inviting chaos. I cannot allow chaos to exist on this psychiatric unit. This unit is filled with people who are fleeing chaos, and I will not allow my unit to become the sanctuary that they are thinking they are arriving at only to realize they are still amidst madness. This is a place where people come to heal. This is a place where people come to resolve their issues, and this is where people will come to recover. Chaos is not welcome 
in this facility. And although a certain level of disorder is understood, given the fact that we are a psychiatric facility and the fact that people's lives are spiraling out of control or spiraling downward and everything in between, it is understandable that disorder will occur. We will not judge those who are in the midst of disorder, but make no mistake. There will always be expectations, even if you find yourself in the middle of crisis. There will always be an expectation that you keep yourself safe and that you keep those around you safe from your behavior. And if you have a difficult time doing that, we must continue to monitor your behavior. We may need to keep you here longer, patient U.S., and we have every right to do so. We will follow the letter of the law. And we will do our best to maintain your trust because our truest of intentions is to see you flourish. Is to see your family once again function. It's to see parent number one become internally reflective, more introspective, develop greater insight. It's to help parent number two develop a backbone to the point that they can set boundaries, that they can say no, and that they can be their true self and not some morphing chameleon type who changes to please every single different person they come in contact to. It is for you, patient U.S., to trust your doctor, to trust yourself, and to stop putting blame on everyone around you, even, in fact, if it's their fault. You have a job to do. You have gifts. You have talents. You have a future and allowing the past to be the anchor to your present could ruin your future. I am only one man. This is only one facility. But I can tell you with complete confidence that until the day I am no longer able to live out this crusade of mine, I will not stop. And if you look at where I was when I started and where I am now, it has little to do with whether or not I changed my product. In fact, the entertaining fashion in which people need to hear my information at this moment is actually preventing me from being taken as seriously as I deserve. Walking around with musicals and music catalogs and video game channels, no matter how long my write-ups are, no matter how much information I have that explains why it's educational, it gets appreciated for its creativity and the idea that it's an intellectual product gets missed. I need to be taken more seriously. And in order to do that, I need to act more serious. I created entertaining education for children. 
I am exhausting myself having to try to use those same means for adults. What we are experiencing at this moment is real. It will leave damage. It will leave scars. And recovery will be necessary when it's over. If we can control how long it lasts, I will do my best to help. If we must live in the wake of its destruction, I will do my best to rebuild. I have devoted my life to being calm, patient U.S. I have devoted my life to being kind. And I have perfected the behavior of remaining patient U.S. But it is my turn. Please keep an eye out on my different social media platforms, Louis Bianco RNCPS on Facebook, uh, at the Louis Jojo underscore RN on Instagram. I will post information as to when we reboot this project following my public service. Uh, hopefully it'll be on a number of platforms. And thank you very much to Anchor for giving us such an easy-to-understand platform to get this podcast not only started, but to allow me to fill out an archive. Please also don't forget to check out my book, Mental Health Disability, Perception Versus Reality, by Louis Bianco RN, available on Amazon.com in ebook or paperback. That's Mental Health Disability Perception versus Reality by Louis Bianco RN CPS. Please check out the Louis Jojo Wrestling Federation on YouTube. Just type in LWF Recovery to find the channel. We are not popular enough uh, for you to just type it in and find it. So LWF Recovery, LWF Showtime, or just a, a couple names of the events that we have done. That's educational as well. Make no mistake about it. If you are seeing it at this moment, if it has been put out or advertised, it is a message that is intentionally being driven through multiple forms of creative means in order to try to make it more palatable. However, sometimes the truth doesn't taste good and we can't continue to ignore our reality. I really care a lot about this project, and because this project is basically service-oriented, I really care a lot about everyone around me. I cannot continue to sit back and watch what is happening. I am doing what I can. I believe in local, so I am first going to help our future nurses understand how better to help those in crisis and hopefully understand or give them a couple tools to better understand themselves. The goal here is not to point fingers and diagnose everyone around us. The goal is to look inside, admit our own limitations, admit our own vulnerabilities, learn ourselves to the point that we can then communicate what we've learned with those around us we do not like having fingers pointed at us. We do not like being told what we are doing wrong. 
wouldn't it be better if we could take better care of ourselves? I believe in all of us. I believe in you, patient U.S. And I'll see you soon, my friend. <laughs>